Broadcasting in HD Radio. Worldwide. 24 365. Mobile app power. Giddy Lounge Radio. Can I be on the show? Why would you let you be on the show? Anyone can call. Okay, you need to go somewhere. Anyone. It's not about you. Hey, Auntie, who asked you to enter this conversation? It's the dialogue that elicits emotion, sparks a reaction, and forces you to take action. It's the what the heck went around. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this episode are solely those of the author involved and do not necessarily represent those of the Rants show, Giddy Lounge Radio, or What the Heck Man. Enjoy. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the What the Heck Man Rants. I do wish for real, as always, reporting to do my duty on the microphone, and I got one question and one question only. What's that, man? Take a moment to censor yourself and ask yourself that all important question. How are you doing? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you glad? Are you happy to be alive? Are you thankful? Are you blessed? Welcome to another edition of the What The Heck Man Rants. It's about to be a fun time. If you're listening to the show alone, you're doing it wrong. Tell a friend to tell another friend to tell their ex-boyfriend soon to be divorced husband and sister's wife that the rant show is live. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have some fun tonight. I just want to know why sometimes money comes into my account and then it goes. Like, why does it come in and then it just leaves? Like, and granted, I'm part of the reason why it leaves, but like, someone's got to explain it to me because, you know, another thing that's been on my mind is 
why after all the technological advancements we've discovered in the world we still have not figured out a way to put a day between sunday and monday like why is the weekend only a day and a half that don't make no sense but anyways what's popping ladies and gentlemen we here i'm here are you here sounds like you're here how you doing you good are you not if you're not we can fix that because the love doctor i'm just kidding no no what's popping ladies and gentlemen thank you for hanging out with us thank you for being here that it was for real as always on the microphone um i'm not here by myself i'm joined by the resident touts um they know themselves and um because they decided together last week to be petty and not give me an intro i have decided i will no longer introduce them on this show so i'm gonna let them decide who wants to talk first and then they'll be introducing themselves so therefore ladies the floor is yours you're actually rude <laughs> you're actually rude Anyway, hey y'all, Wagwan, what's poppin'? It's Lalu, and it's another Monday, and we're gonna rant all day, every day. It's just another day of me paying taxes, you know? Nothing new, nothing new. Wobia, what's poppin'? What's going on? Wobia's here, so, you know, the show can officially be started now. Because before, wow. <laughs> Before, I'm not sure, honestly, but I'm here. So don't worry. <laughs> I kid, oh. I kid, I kid. I... <laughs> I'm happy to you be here. You don't want to say JK, JK. But she like rolled up in here with the big talk. All right. All right. I'm happy to be here as usual. Happy Monday to all you guys. Let's have a great show. Yeah, Wobi has given us. Her, she has given us her, her seal of of beginment, so we can try now. That she has told us to go ahead. <laughs> um, Are your English class for me? Beginment. Hey, I got two degrees. English class? I got Begin- I got three degrees actually. And that you still. Hey, I got you three. Say beginment. Three. I wow. made the word up. Hey, you say beginment. The pre- who who oh. decided what the word should be? Like, who decided? You don't have enough degrees to be determined. Whoever decided that didn't have, word, didn't have enough degrees either. Did you watch Game of Thrones yesterday? Hmm. I beg. Because this one is trash. trash. Okay, so, so trash. you know, anybody can, anybody can suggest something and then it becomes, you know, it becomes fat. So that's all I'm saying. Um, anyways, how, how are your weekends? <sighs> I'm always... It was pretty chill. It was pretty fluid. Everything was just flowing. Anyway, I don't. Everything I, was flowing. That sounds everything kind of wrong, Lalu. Are you trying? To, is that code for something? What yeah. do you mean? Everything was flowing. It is indeed code. It is indeed correct. <laughs> there is no code. I was at home. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. It's chilling. But tell me, how was your weekend? Was it flowing? 
It was. His was flowing. It was a really wet weekend. Did you die? So. Huh? Oh. Every weekend is flowing for Every weekend. Every weekend wet for you, so Every weekend. Because he said it's wet. Explain to the people. What does that mean? You know when the clouds come together? I mean, you're kind of quiet today. <laughs> you know when the clouds come together? And like. Oh, no, is, is cloud like code word for like something else? These motherfuckers. Um, the cloud is the cloud. And when the clouds come together, okay. The, the so, flowy clouds. Okay, I together. understand you, Sami. You're speaking in code yeah, word. understand it, Sami. What? <laughs> It actually rained. You what is your you problem? It rained. Oh, wow. It rained. Wow. wow. Not even misty. Not so even a... like I don't do misty. Because misty, misty, misty is too close. Misty is too close to musty. I don't do that. Hey. Tell me, please. Please. You don't need to brag. You don't need to brag. It's all right. It wow. Very, okay. Rained. Um... As you, ladies and gentlemen, can see. Wow, 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 wow. Ladies, wow, are you hearing wow. this? Every weekend it's raining over on some side. It rains. It's raining. You need to it's just make your rain. way. <laughs> it's fluid. Um, it's raining. It's just, it's never dry. It's always wet. Somebody needs to come and get. It's a beautiful world. Some, it's all right. Rain is a very natural part of life, you know. Say with me, honestly. Very natural. Honestly, some you don't want it to be dry. You don't want it to be dry. You want it to be wet and rainy. I wish over the weekend that too was raining. Now it wasn't raining. It was like deserts, you know, just just very dry, very very dry. Oh oh, wow. Listen. I just, no, I just want to know. What about, what about? May, may your life not be a desert. (laughs) Just see me. Um. I just want to know. Amen. I'll say amen. This is actually a very serious question. I just want to know. What is wrong with you guys? Like, are you normal? That's. Uh, what, whatever's not wrong with you, it's what's, what's wrong the with definition us? of normal, honestly? What's oh my God. Uh, Ladies honestly, and gentlemen, when somebody starts asking mean? you to define what normal is, they're gone. <laughs> Far gone. Uh-huh. But I had a good weekend. I had a very... It was uncharacteristically busy for me. Oh, wow. But it was um, definitely a fun weekend. Um, did you work out? Because you're kind of absent from the gram. So we, I, we weren't seeing your workout, your workout, you know, pictures and snaps. So did you work out? I didn't post it on Sunday? Huh. That's odd. Mm. I usually mm-hmm. am off on Thursdays. I work out on mm. Fridays and Sundays. But oh, I went. so you just didn't post it on Friday? Um, What was I doing on Friday? We know what working. you were doing on Friday. It's I was, you were working. Why are, we, why are we reviewing my weekend? You know what? We're done. <laughs> this is shutting this down. Now. Um, now, back to what happened sorry you at hand um sorry you ladies and gentlemen sorry for the heartbreak to those of you who are actual adults who you know watch game of thrones um will be not included 
One day. And well, you don't watch Game of Thrones. Anybody that anybody that doesn't watch it, right? Anybody that wants to start watching it now is basically just useless. You're done. Um, we don't. Why we? We don't want. Why? Because you literally had. I will start watching it tomorrow. You had eight years. Episode one, I'll be tweeting every minute. Ha- and nobody ten years, see. fam. They had ten years. <laughs> you had you had people, um, you had people who started like, wait, what? Do, what does Lalu mean that they had ten years? Didn't like Santa say like she first saw the um the character when she was thirteen and now she's twenty three. I mean, of course like, there was production, was just... but like the first episode ran Let's... April seventeenth, two thousand and eleven. Um, I remember this for a fact because oh, it was wow. exactly 10 days matter. before my sister's birthday. Um, I've never forgotten that. I'm right, right? Eight years? It's been eight years. Yep. So. What? Um, anyways, so the show is now over. And while there are numerous debates about the ending and this and that, I want to know from you guys... Trash. For those of you listen, can you just focus? What is to you the greatest show of all time? <gasps> what? What did you say? The greatest show of all time. That's hard. I really can't As, answer is that. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Hmm. Ah, fam. The greatest show of all time is not Game of Thrones. Let's not play now. <laughs> What's the greatest? The, so, what is your greatest, show of, the greatest show of all time? I honestly can't answer that question because I have to say the Boondocks. You are kidding. <laughs> log off. The, the Boondocks. Log out. What? The La- boondocks. Log it was out. so relatable. Shoot. Like, oh the Boondocks is still around now. Boondocks is. People are too sensitive for the like, Boondocks to be still be around. The Boondocks is not around now. They they mm-hmm. basically got knocked out and they got rebooted. Let's be, let's be focused and guided. It's- what do you mean there's so many options there's the wire but the sopranos thing, it's hard breaking bad like, lost the wire is good the wire is really good are you did you just hear all the shows that i just said lost the wire breaking bad game of thrones prison break um yo prison break i would even allow you to add Grey's anatomy even i think it's a stupid show Grey's and uh, Grey's anatomy i think it's a stupid show for 13 for 13 years yeah like i mean i still stupid. like get cry when i watch Grey's anatomy like the episode i just watched i was crying you know so i don't understand like the way shonda rhimes developed that show she's a great mm-hmm. she's a goat she will go down in history like yeah. just off of Grey's anatomy just off of Grey's anatomy the show used to be cool but then it's, it's actually it's not. But then, like that's what like most shows though but i think the thing about Grey's anatomy is it's kind of similar to game of thrones in the way that Whoever your favorite character was, they either died or they just like mess up so badly. But you still kept on watching the show, and it's still around and still relevant. Like actually, I'm thinking about the. I was. I don't know if it's the greatest show of all time, Michelle. I haven't watched every show yet, but The Wire is pretty good. I'll give it to The Wire. The Wire is pretty good. The Wire is pretty good. Honestly, that question is hard. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of. Yeah, that's a hard question. I had to ask the question. Um, okay, so maybe I'll get it. It's all right. <laughs> that accent, bro. Oh my god. 
the hebotic woman and you came out. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, what is your greatest show of all time? Use the hashtag The Rant Show. Let us know. Um, if you think that it is Grey's Anatomy, just log out because I, or the Boondocks. Like I would even have agreed if you said South Park, like or something. The Boondocks was an amazing show. People, I mean, in terms yeah, of like show what no, no 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 in terms of, okay what is your criteria for determining what's the greatest Honestly, because i don't even know to be honest. because south yeah, park influenced different. so much of pop culture and modern culture but i used to watch south park heavy I remember or the simpsons the simpsons like are you serious boondocks what boondocks I'm, are so late i'm stressed I, I like boondocks i would even say if you said the simpsons i'd be like oh okay cool that makes nah. sense but simpsons um, are doing the most but anyways, let us know what your greatest show of all time is. I don't know what happened last week, but we last week was our most played episode of the year. I don't know why, because I didn't promote it anywhere or put it anywhere else from our regular channels like on twitter and because we're so great like that That the point i'm trying to make is a huge shout out to everyone who listened downloaded shared retweeted whatever like i'm talking like shout out to y'all i'm talking like almost like a 50 percent increase i don't know what happened still haven't figured it out but then i also learned that when good things happen to you you don't have to try to find the answer. Just accept it. It's like those students at Morehouse College, right? Where they're like, "Oh, we're paying your oh your school your student loans," and then somebody's like, "Show me your tax returns." Like, what? Huh? Like, <laughs> I'll just collect the money and be going. Um, but what do you guys think about that? By the way, I thought it was beautiful. Um, I thought that Mr. Frederick. I mean, that's amazing that he just pledged that just like that and imagine how many lives were changed like their lives were changed two times that day not only were they graduating but they literally don't have to wake up the next day worrying about how they're going to start paying off loans because we all know they start (laughs) knocking as soon as you graduate oh you know you gotta start making these payments so now they don't have to worry about that and that's like generational like that's your parents aren't having to worry about it you weren't having to worry about it and then you're not having to enter a marriage or, you know, a life worrying about school loans that you, you know, that you took out 10 years ago. You know what I mean? So I think it's such a beautiful thing. Um, and kudos to Mr. Frederick for doing that. I mean, I'm sorry, why I keep saying Mr. Frederick? Because the middle name is Frederick, but Mr. Robert. Um, and so shout out to him for doing that. And But one thing that surprised me, though, is the fact that you know, it's forty million dollars worth of loans. Like mm-hmm. that's crazy. I mean, that's just one graduating class, one school, mm-hmm. and forty million dollars. Like mm-hmm. that is what is astounding to me. Like you got to think about it. Like an average person walks out of there with what sixty-five, seventy thousand dollars, and people on the high end include like the master's programs with like a hundred, hundred twenty-five thousand in debt. Like that's that's easy to do. Group ten of them together, and that's already a million. If they're like, you know, it, it's this is America. That's the only way to put it. So, 
when you tell people that, like there's you know how many trillion almost a trillion dollars in over a trillion dollars in student loan debt people are like oh no how but it's, it's right there <laughs> did you see someone's tweet they were like i literally left morehouse because i was trying to avoid debt like i couldn't afford it only to find out that he's paying off this class. Wow. He was salty because he was like, I was supposed to graduate in this class, but like I left because I couldn't afford it anymore. I'm like, when, damn. When Jesus damn. has plans for you, you better hope that you just stay where he's sending the plans. Otherwise, you'll be doing a dying on. Like that and, just goes to show you like how elitist education is in the United States. Like the fact that I mean it was only like three hundred of them, three hundred and ninety or so. And that it was, much it's was 398. Three ninety eight. Three ninety eight. Three ninety eight kids. America, with look, that, and it's only undergrad. And what kind of job are you really getting with just an undergrad degree? Honestly, if you, if like, you like look, if you look at if you look at the way <laughs> like, it's set up, right? If you look at the setup, it's the setup of education in America is backwards. Where you have to go, you have to sink into debt to lift yourself to a point where you can afford to live the life that you want. Like mm-hmm. you, you literally have to owe money to make money. And then <laughs> like, when you're making the money, you don't even see the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're Hold like, on. oh, it's four one k. Oh, it's insurance. And you're just like, what? I'm confused. Where's the money? Crazy times. It's crazy. Um, Adults but... and y'all don't be an adult. That's what we don't talked about last week. Adulting. Don't do it. Stay a kid. You know, one, one thing that I feel like I, I learned late is like people are like, oh, build your network. But like, I should have been building my network with friends whose moms were like single moms <laughs> or like rich single moms. Oh, or, nice or like. I should have been building my network with rich kids, to be honest. Or, like, their family was, like, going through it. Or the dad was cheating. So, the mom eventually was going to need, like, a sugar son or sugar baby. Because that's really what I needed in my life. But that can't work. See, I I already thought about this. And I broke this one down for myself. But that can't work because then that's your friend. And then now you're, like, messing up their career. But then... We used to be friends. Tommy Savage. So we one of my friends, our family friends. friends, they live in New York, right? And they're, they're youngest. They have, they live in the suburb. They're Nigerian, live in the suburb. And, like, her, their littlest sister, who's, like, in middle school or high school, whatever, I think high school, but, like, her network is what is the network I dream of, that 35-year-old, 24-year-old's dream of because she literally has the richest friends ever her and her little high school friends one time she went up to her friend's house and the girl was like oh we want to go out we want to go shopping right the father not only gave his daughter money to go shopping he gave this girl money to go shopping like just pulled out like counted several hundreds like okay here take go and then when she came back and was like oh mr such and such here's your money i didn't spend all of it he was like oh He's like, I forgot. He's like, I didn't think that you were going to bring anything. Like, 
it was just like, I was like, why can't I have these friends at 15? You know what I mean? Like, why, where were they? You know, why, why couldn't I go to sleepovers and be drinking champagne? You know, why, why not? Like, you you know. What part of New York do they live? They live in like part of New York City. They live, <laughs> they live where do they live in New York again? I need, it's like, I need an address. I need an address. <laughs> why are you girl? Saying, trust you me. I did. I, I already told Please. them. I already told them when I come through upstate New York again, I will be coming through. I will be coming through because I need an address. I need a name. I need a blood type. You know, just speed up the process. She said I need a blood type. I'm available. I'm done. A blood, I need a blood type. type. I need done. a blood type, yo. <laughs> I need, I need, I need blood type. I don't need credit score because I already got that, so it's, it's okay. I just need a blood type. Just for that we're good. One of the one of the That's questions it. that I wanted to ask you guys um, about, well, I guess before I go into that, a couple of other announcements. Santi releases album on Friday. Megan The Stallion released hers on Friday as well. It was kind of all right for the first listen. Simon says, "Put your hands on your head." <laughs> Yo, I, I, did you I wasn't see... doing that. DJ Khaled released the visuals to his album while dropping his album, and that video with Nipsey. I cried. I cried. It was, it was crazy. I, 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 I was like, I, I was like, I can't believe he's dead. I can't. I, I did not appreciate not getting warned that that was gonna make me feel so emotional because that's not fair. Um. But um, and John Legend's voice is so beautiful as usual. Oh, that man can sing. I was telling, yeah. I was telling someone this weekend. I, I, those we were listening to some a song, and a voice. I think it was um, uh, what's the song that has Khaled on it? It's a. Uh, he saved me from the inside. What's the name of the song? Shit, I can't remember. Anyways, there's a voice that we heard, and I was like how can God give you a voice like this and you don't sing? Like, you have to sing. Like, it's just... You know how, like, some people, they just, like... You're like, this is what you're supposed to do. Like, and if you don't do this thing, you're wasting time. And you're wasting your life. <laughs> um, But, yeah, that's who... That's the category John Legend falls into. Because that man could have been, like... He could have been, like, a CEO. But who does that help? Especially like, in Ohio. He grew up in Ohio. Like, like he went to UPenn. Like... <laughs> That was good. <laughs> it's just, you know, but we thank God that it went the way it went because we are blessed um, with so much. But, um, yeah, so, you know, hopefully you get some time over the coming days um, and, you know, listen to these bodies of work, um, show them some love, and, um, yeah. Um, and then... If you have um, a time to take a second to just remember, you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, we're still very much in the month of May. So please take some time to um, assess yourself. I always say feel your toes, gauge, your, gauge your, where your mind is at, um, see a doctor if you need to, all of that good stuff. Um, but yeah, today we have a show that focuses on something that kind of sounds 
when you look at the surface of it, it sounds like what are these guys saying? Because the basically the subject heading is why you need to stop listening to your parents. Um and for a bunch of different reasons, I feel like the older you get, you start to realize that your parents are not invisible. And while they know a lot, they don't know everything. So picking and choosing when it comes to life, when it comes to love, when it comes to understanding your purpose. Um, and I think it's just a good time because summer is coming. Um, you know, and are you about to go into your whole phase? You know, it's about to be sun's out, buns out for you. Um, go you into your to... whole phase, y'all. Lalu, never let up on your whole phase. Lalu, no, what, what are you doing? Sorry, sorry for interrupting. What are you doing? Don't I don't would not endorse this message. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, um, I think it's just a good time to take a moment to review the year so far and like talk about some of the lessons that we've learned so far too. Um, but yeah, before we even get into all of that, okay, actually I'll ask my question later, um, in the middle of the show, but, um, ladies, I want to know from you, what would you say is the biggest lesson you have learned by ignoring your parents' advice. Ooh. Well, um, I'm sorry, I've got distracted. I don't know if y'all saw Janelle Monet on Twitter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This uh, is what Mobia does, y'all. <laughs> it's a sight to see. Anyways. What did I Wait, learn? Was this from- one where she was at the pool? Yeah. Like pregame? Yo. I was like, Jen, that was a whole I, inspiration. I Janelle, you've been hiding all this under your suits. Okay, no problem. But anyway, <laughs> what did I learn from ignoring my parents' advice? Well, so I ignored my parents' advice when I didn't go to physical therapy school, like doctor degree. Um... And what did I learn? I learned that I was capable of so much. And when I say that, I mean, sometimes when you're just so busy um, being cookie cutter and sticking to, you know, I got to do A, B, C, and D so I can get to E, like my parents told me, you know, you kind of like, you get into this like comfort zone and you don't really learn about yourself. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, I can do the work. I'm smart enough to get a- A's and B's. I'm All that's great. But you don't really like learn about yourself. And so I, I learned a lot about myself, about what I'm capable of, about what I'm really good at, about like, you know, a lot of things just kind of came to light. And I was like, huh, I feel like, you know, this is a new world. Like, I feel like, you know, like I actually have the chance to be like, okay, Yama, you know, this is what you should do. And even though before you thought you weren't good enough or you weren't this enough or whatever. Um, so that's like probably like one of the main things that I learned is just, I could rely on myself more and I'm good at other things. Interesting. Lalo, how about you? 
Um, for me, it would have to be that you don't have to sacrifice your happiness in order to survive, in order to exist or survive or thrive in life. Because for me, like the way I grew up, I grew up in a pretty like, um, I wouldn't say conservative. Well, it depends on what part of my life we're talking about. So, but like in the Nigerian culture, at least in most of the that I grew up with, it was more so like you, happiness is not really a thing. And I say that in, in terms of that, when we talk about like, oh, I, want, I have a passion about something and I want to follow that, it was more so seen as that's a hobby you can pursue once you've made money. You know, once you've pretty much sacrificed all your years doing right. a conservative job, you know, pushing papers, you know, either being a doctor, lawyer, engineer, teacher, like whatever, like a conservative job out there, then you can possibly pursue your passion. But then for me, I saw that no one, no one around me, no adult really pursued their quote unquote passion. It was more so they stuck to what they were doing. They were earning money from it and they just stayed there because as you get older, your financial responsibilities only increase. They never decrease. So that passion kind of gets like pushed back and back and back until it just disappears. Um, and for me, I knew that I wanted to be happy. I wanted a life where, you know, I had peace of mind and, you know, I would look at my kids and I wouldn't have to think, oh, I had to sacrifice myself in order to be able to provide for you. Um, and, and it sounds like kids like chase their dreams, but like it's more so like chase the dreams that we think will keep you safe, will keep money in your bank account because whatever dreams you have, we don't have any, we don't have any guarantee that that's going to provide for you. And I, I disobeyed that. I was like, Nah, fam. I'm gonna do what makes me happy. I remember when I quit my first job. Um, when I sh- I didn't even tell my parents honestly until I like until I I had a plan when I quit my first job because I had a plan on how to make money and all of that. Um, so it wasn't like I quit and like I was like kind of ranting out here. I had a plan. I had money. I had ways to make money, but I couldn't tell my parents because I knew that for them, the idea that oh you're gonna what what is hap- like what do you mean you're gonna you want to pursue happiness like. It was more so earn money and money is going to buy you happiness. Money is going to pay your rent. Money is going to get you a house. Money is going to be able to provide for your family. Money is going to be able to, you know, you're going to be able to give back. You're going to be able to give to your parents. And that essentially will make you happy. And I was like, nah, fam, I want a life where for me, myself and I, I am selfishly happy in what I'm doing every single day. Like what I'm doing every single day brings me purpose. It brings me, it brings me happiness. I'm fulfilled at what I'm doing. It's a lot of work. I have to say, it's a lot of work. Like going against your parents is a lot of work that you can never imagine. I mean, for me, I never even saw it coming because now your support system that you grew up with, you can't even like talk to them about things that you're struggling with because they're going to just look at you like, well, we told you. (laughs) I'm like, what what are you talking about? Um, So for me, it was more so I want to be happy doing what I doing something that I love to do every single day. I want to have a purpose that makes me happy. I don't just want to push every day in order to make it to the next day. I want, I, I, that's just not the life that I wanted for myself. And I had seen it in my parents. I mean, they're happy now, but I seen it in my parents. And I was like, I, I don't want to live till I'm like 50 something and then try to figure out who I am or try to figure out what makes me happy. Try because by that shots. time, I'm <laughs> like, I just don't, I, I knew I didn't want that for myself because I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to be here that long to even, you know, now be discovering what makes me happy. Like, oh, now that the kids have gone to college, now that, you know, life has slowed down a bit. I don't have that energy anymore. I'm old now. My knees don't work no more. So, like, 
I need to, while I'm here right now, whatever work I need to put in, whatever hours I need to put in, whatever tears I need to shed, whatever doors I need to knock on, whatever way it needs to happen, I need to be fully into that because that essentially is me chasing purpose, me chasing something that I'm actually living in, something that I'm actually proud of, you know? It's not just I'm pushing money for someone else in order for them to give me, like, a little 10% of what I've made for them so that I can make it to the next day, so that I can, you know, provide for my kids. Because, honestly, I just looked at it and I was like, the people who inspire me, the people who I look up to as role models, these are people who took the risk. They took that jump. You know, they were broke for, for a while. They, you know, just took the risk and they said, I'm going to selfishly pursue what I'm happy in. And also I realized, yo, if you're listening to this and you're young or you're old or whatever it is, if your parents are mad at you right now for pursuing whatever it is that you want to do and they're not talking to you or they're not speaking to you because they think, oh, you know, you've gone against their advice or whatever, they're going to come back around, period. Once you start, once you become successful in that thing that you're pursuing, your parents will eventually come back around. It always happens. I've seen it over and over again. It will always happen. I think it's the thing of they're just scared of you not making it and they don't want to associate themselves to the possibility of you becoming a failure. But once you pursue that wholeheartedly, they will essentially come back around. That's just what it is. And if they don't, well, um, you'll find another family somewhere. You'll be fine. I think like, I mean, I definitely agree. Um, you know, it's my mom now that calls me the wordsmith and, you know, talks about my show more than I do. But I don't even think mine affected my career or anything like that. But um, I think what I noticed with them was for them to react that way, a lot of times it's just because they finally decided to be honest with themselves about their own reality, right? Mm -hmm. The mistakes they made, the, you know, sometimes inability to give you the life they dreamt of giving you. So they start to panic of like, don't go down the path that I did of like exploring everything else um, to come back around. And honestly, I don't even think it's the worst um, advice in the world because there's like to exist in any society, right? There's a standard you should have. Like one, for example, is like if you want to make it in any kind of professional setting, it's probably not smart to put a giant tattoo on your face. Like do everything else, but don't ruin your face because nobody's going to want to hire you. And for them, the equivalent of that is like just get a degree or something. And then go try some of the shit. Like, you come back around. You you have the 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 safety net. Um, like right now, my my baby sister is moving to Nigeria, and one of the things that Shout I thought about is baby sister moving to Nigeria. <laughs> I love it. That's um, cool. one of the things that first of all I hate it because I'm nervous as fuck and Nigeria is hard. And She'll be fine. I I don't doubt that, but like. In my mind, after I thought of all the things that could go well and could go bad, the last thing I said was, well, she's an American citizen. Last, last. If she's tired, she pack her bags <laughs> and she come back. And, you know, I think that's just, like, part of the beauty of having that safety net. 
um, that they always want you to get because if you like, if you, because if I call my mom today and I said, I want to go and pick Coco in, you know, Nairobi, she'd be like, huh, are you sure? I'd be like, yep. Okay. Well, the Lord will be with you. As opposed to like, <laughs> if I tried that when I was in like, you know, undergrad and she'd be like, uh, what's wrong with you? Cause I remember my mom made me promise when I came to America that I wouldn't leave until I got my degree. Um, and when I got the second one, it was just like, you know, cherry on top. Um, but for me, what's the thing that I think I went against them? Um, I'd probably just say deciding to not play by family rules. Um, I come from a very big family on my dad and my mom's side and they're my dad and my mom are both very young and they're they're like they um towards the end of the list my dad is like the second to the last born my mom is the last born on her on each side and i think because of that naturally they've had to like be agreeable and go and like you know beyond problematic and just like kind of coast but me I don't give a shit and they are mad and if you're going to stress me out I'll stress you out so for a very early age I was like I don't give a fuck about these people and sorry if you're any of my cousins that I actually care about and I listen to this I promise I'm not talking about you um but I'm just like no they're like oh we should go to this thing I'm like I'm not going we should I'm not doing it and for a while they were like oh this one's just being rebellious and after a while, everybody's come around. Like, now they're the ones who are like, oh, we don't have to go to this thing. We don't have to go to that thing. I'm like, yeah, because you guys didn't want to listen to me. And I'm just, I'm over the stage of playing eye service and, you know, doing things to make other people happy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just me. Um, I wanted to ask you this, though, Wobia. Like, where would you say... um one of the things that there's a few things that my parents say and I'm always like, Oh, like they're full of wisdom or whatever. But there's certain things that they say that I'm like, that's just stupid. Um, <laughs> one of them is that men should love women more in their relationships. What say you? Well, okay. I, I get where they're coming from. I really do. They probably are not ex- expressing it well, but I get where they're coming from. For that, I think that they're saying, like, men should be the ones pursuing a woman. Um, like, just... Because that I agree with. Like, I, I'm wholeheartedly a believer that a man should be the main pursuer of a woman. I'm not saying that woman, you can't shoot your shot or whatever, but I really do feel like men have to, like, take the ball and, like run with it like it's in their court um but an actual relationship if hopefully they're not meaning that like in an actual relationship you know the man must love you 10 times more than you love him because i do think love is a it's a it's it, it should be a mutual thing it should be like there's we're both feeling this immense love for each other we're both you know um um we're both in this for the right reason, like we're given the same energy. 
Um, because I definitely don't think that a relationship where the woman doesn't love the man as much as she should love him or as much as he does love him, that's not always a healthy relationship because I've seen those kind of relationships. And it's it usually what usually happens is where the woman ends up either one feeling like she's settled, feeling like, oh, you know, I don't really love this man as much as I thought I do or as much as he wants me to. And so I'm just kind of settling, which can either create resentment which can either lead to like stepping out on marriage, which, which can lead to just not putting like your whole 120% into the relationship. So I the whole men loving a woman more than uh, she loves him, I don't think that's an accurate statement. But as far as a man pursuing a woman, for sure, it is his duty to pursue a woman, for sure. I mean, I agree. I think um, the part that really gets me is the um okay so i agree that men okay i said this yesterday let me <laughs> let me start from the beginning before i before i punch someone the, part of the question was do you think men like african moms usually yeah. say or women usually say for a relationship to be successful with an african man you need to love him he needs to love you more than he you love him which is the most backward thing I've ever freaking heard. And I'm about to rant right the fuck now. Go ahead. Let me tell you guys why it's some motherfucking bullshit. So here's my thing, right? One of the things that I'm proud of women of my generation doing is carving a niche for themselves and deciding to not fall for the stupid games that their moms fell for right in talking to my aunts or like even my mom they would always say oh you know it's important for a man to show you that he loves you more than you love him because historically men get too comfortable they start to act out or whatever and the reality is like most of the older women used to think that way because it was you were dealing with a man who more than likely if you married a good man more other women wanted him um you know he potentially could get too high and too big and then want to step out on you because he has the resources so it was always like you cannot control men so just make sure you have one that has actually made it his life purpose to commit to you but that's the and, and for them that was like that's how that's how you get a good one but that's not gonna work today because women and men understand their worth in relationships right a woman knows that she should be with a man who's showing her she's important giving her like speaking to her love languages making her feel safe making her feel important making her feel loved helping her grow and here's the catch men want the goddamn same thing so if you sit here thinking oh you know i just need a guy who needs to tell me or show me that i'm i'm loved more than him and i'm going to like try to suppress the fact that i love him more you would down the line you will be alone because another jumake will show him that is important <laughs> and he will leave you for, she'll for make it day. rain you know like, oh, wow. so and i'm just like and and the whole thing is this the same um and part of the reason why 
this particular arm of this conversation spoke to me is like African moms, Nigerian moms. Let me speak to my, let me use my own. Nigerian moms, including my mother, are fucking hypocritical because they will tell you some shit like, oh, you know, you need to find a man that loves you more than you love him. And then they'll proceed to quote the Bible verse that talks about love. Love is this. Love is that. You know, you should love like Jesus loved. Forgive. Your wife will offend you. Oh, she will offend you. Nobody will offend you more. But you must forgive her. You must forgive him. You know, is it is it like they come with some logics and they and then they will now say, but only pick this part of the thing, right? You know, it's like find a man that loves you more, but then love like Jesus Christ loved. Did Jesus Christ ration his love to you? Like, what's the problem? This this don't make no sense. <laughs> you know, so I mean, you're, you're very pissed about this. <laughs> They'll pick one, they'll pick one side of the argument and then proceed to be like, when you want to write your, your vows, read the book of Proverbs. Eh? And then and then let let God speak to you. That's can how you imagine, love. Like, can you imagine like, like <laughs> someone's vows being Proverbs 31? Oh my God. I will just divorce you right there on the spot. Like, period. I think I think you're better off just Googling something as opposed to like. <laughs> using that because that's just that would just be wrong like on so many levels but it just it just gets me and the 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 key thing to this whole the whole thing is like relationships over time will never be a hundred percent both ways right Right. some days you're going to be punching at 20 some days you're going to be at 100 some days you're going to be a zero at negative five, negative and, yeah and like they're gonna be hoping wow. the other person is pulling you up because <laughs> i will tell you this every single time people have seen my parents on this show maybe 95 percent of people have been like oh they're so beautiful i love their love but i grew up with them there was like that five percent of times when i'm like nah these people ain't gonna make it or these people don't love each other or they're just tolerating each other but like that's the real and Imagine if it was just like, oh, this person loved you more or whatever. It's just stupid. And I'm like, I don't know why people like to lie about this nonsense. Like, just find someone who is, like, I tell people this all the time. Find someone who is committed to the journey as much as you are and will make a conscious effort every freaking day to do a little bit more than they did yesterday to just Mm -hmm. push you in the same direction. This whole, like, have him love you more, have him show you love more, you cannot be with a woman who is this, like, it's all stupid games, and we moved on from that, because, I mean, if that's the case, if you're playing all these games, you might as well just stay single, and be doing dare alone, because this doesn't make no sense. This is the end of my section, segment of my rants. Yeah. (laughs) We have heard you. Tommy, we have heard you. <laughs> Loud and clear. <laughs> Loud and clear. <laughs> so anyone who is thinking about getting in a relationship with Tommy, make sure you have heard him, please. <laughs> He'll be committed to you every day. That'll be five percent of the time. I said that. What? You you just did. I did. You did. You said <laughs> you'll do better than you did yesterday. Did so I? home girl, you better Wait, start keeping. Did I put? Pad. I did not this say that. It's recorded. It's recorded, Sami. Like, we just why, why are you lying? This, this file will be what? lost. 
you lie. This fight, this fight will just disappear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> you gotta put me in trouble um i wanted to find out from you guys um what it is you think you've taken away from 2019 so far like what have you learned about yourself um that you want to continue to live by and what is it that you've been able to shed this year so far but before you answer i'm gonna take a break and then when we come back, we'll hop right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the rent show. It's Kitty Lounge Radio. Your life, your music. We'll be right back. All I have to say is if the rant show is live and you're not listening, do my hand up in my donut. Shining mommy thinks that I'm a star 
Broski, don't you turn on me, we've come this far Put a bust on the Morris, I pull her hair, I'm coming fast Put a bust on the Marcus, cash in my jeans, grind extra hard Big cats wanna smell no cap, big cheese can't hang with rats If the life that she won't snap, big male, we don't do no scrap I still pray on my days that I see the next day Where I'm from, they die young, can't get rid of my name Get rich like Roddy, big drip, no Tommy G's my Camry, got checks like Louis Fell in love with the girl before she told me her name I can't cry about diamonds just to freeze all my pain And that's why young nigga came through flex Then I want to Life with the girl, I'm a tell try come on so Things that it never come back to me, dog. What it was not to me like you. Madusa, the girl run you, dog. Madusa, the girl run you. You hear the stories about your friends and their boyfriends, and you're scared, yeah, yeah. I've heard some stories about you, baby, and of course you can't even hear, yeah, yes. I want it now, come and give it to me, baby, ain't no gay, yeah, yes. You got me eyeing up your body, trying to get up in your sweat, yeah, yes. I want to know what your name is, who you left and came with. Something and that something's for me Tell me he get that cake cake to baby If it isn't me, I could give all of me If you came home to me, you should know honestly Ooh yeah I wanna know What your name is, who you left and came with Smell cologne. Yeah, I just had a deal. I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want. Good, good. Play if you want. Let's do it. I'm a young CEO. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first nigga play on my body, a nigga. I just check my balance. I probably pull up to your hood and come buy me a nigga. No cap. You know that your hoe told you that nigga crazy. Don't think that she lied to your nigga. Bitch. Get caught with your hoe and I'm popping them both. Now they hot just like Bobby and Whitney. Just say I'm the GOAT. Act like I don't know. But fuck it, I'm obviously winning. Don't make me go hit the bank. And take out a hundred to show you our pockets are different. I'm out with your bitch and I only want knowledge. She got a little mileage. I'm chilling. 
You disrespect me and I beat your ass up all in front of your partners and children. I'm the type that let nigga think that I'm broke until I pop out with a million. It takes 20k, put that on your head and make one of your partners come kill you. Yeah. Say fucking with me, then he gotta grow up. Cause this nigga gotta be kidding. This shit can't fit in my pocket. I got it. Like I hit the lottery, nigga. I, I slap the shit out of nigga. No talking. I don't like to argue with nigga. I don't. Ain't gonna be no more laughing. You see me whip out. Cause I'm gonna be the shot me a nigga. No cap. I don't follow no bitches on notch, but all of your bitches, they following nigga. And that little nigga ain't gonna shoot shit with that gun. He just pull it out in his pictures. Bitch. Huh. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah, I just yeah. signed a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want, good, good. Play if you want, let's do it. I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah, I just signed a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want, good, good. Play if you want, let's do it. I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about shit, I'ma pop that. Got like 32,000 in one of my pockets, the other one, that's where the Glock is. You little nigga wanna be in that gangsta, man. Tell all these little niggas stop it. Be the burn me a nigga in front of the store with your mammy and grandma, I'ma shop it. I doubt on a whole nother wave on these niggas. Let's see one of these little niggas top that. I'ma turn a nigga into a convertible. Push me a little nigga top back. Her boyfriend be hating and calling the groupie just cause she like all my music. She just sent me a text to delete the message. She trying to find out it's confusing. I don't know what these niggas thinking about. Use the brain on your head for you lose. I pull up at the school and I teach you some shit. Tell your bro, I'm a motherfucker too. Remember, I used to cheat off a pretty bitch test. All the teachers, they thought I was stupid. Uh -huh. Was expecting a box to pull up on the truck, man. This nigga pulled up on a scooter. Fuck. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh -huh. She like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just signed a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go where I want. Good, good. Play if you want, let's do it. I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah. When I'm through with you. Oh, when I'm through with you. Oh my God. You will see. Definitely heard him. If you listen to the show alone, you're doing it wrong. Tell a friend to tell another friend. You listen to the rat show. Get it on radio. Your life, your music. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. We really we back. We really we back. We, oh no! I have to stop this bad habit of making everything into a song. Like not everything. Yes, because you're terrible at it. Terrible. Shit! Wow. Who hurt you? You did. Oh, Wobia, don't say that. <laughs> You're making me emotional. Come on, get out of here. Um, <laughs> over the course of the break, ladies and gentlemen, you listen to How It Is by Roddy Rich, Chip, and Young Bane featuring The Plug, and you listen to Late Night featuring Kojo Funds and DJ Tunes by Young Bane, and you listen to Shug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the baby. Um we back. We're back. We're um, back. Did you guys miss us? They missed us very much. They, they, I don't think they miss you. Your, your oh. 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 You just on some on some mean shit today. Um Wow. <laughs> Y'all are something else. <laughs> oh, look at who's talking. Like another one that came with the energy this this evening. Anyways. Me. So me, he likes to front. minding my business. Honestly. What do you mean I like to front? You weren't saying all that last weekend. Okay, so me, you weren't hmm? saying all that. You weren't saying all that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, rude. Um, <laughs> random question. What is your favorite cologne on a man? Wow. Mm. Wow, that, that's a... Off um, top, come on, what like, comes to mind? I like the as long as you don't wear 
Ash. Oh Don't my God, Lao Lu, give me an answer. Don't give me that as long as you're not wearing. I like the scent of cleanliness. <laughs> what? Cleanliness. I like the scent of cleanliness. <laughs> I mean, men are not that dirty. <laughs> the scent of shower. Did you take a shower? <laughs> All I'm saying is, guy, I don't have a like a. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a favorite one on guys, but I've I've noticed that I am more attracted to when you have a scent that it's fresh. Don't have anything that's very musky or very heavy. If they write for a man on it, please don't pick it up because nothing smells nasty. Just wow. smell like what we said. Smell clean. Don't douse it on. Like, don't drown yourself in it. Also, man, I have heard this before. Cologne is not a substitute for a shower. No, 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 no. It is not. Some guys will drown themselves. This is not an attack. We're helping you. You guys didn't give me an answer. There was no one cologne that I actually have smelled before on guys and it smells pretty decent is the uh, Chanel cologne. Um, Blue the Chanel? Uh, was, yeah, 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 that one. Man, who are these niggas using my shit? Tell them to stop using my stuff. Um, like, that one actually, the Chanel smells, one actually good. smells good. Yeah. First of all, anything I own the, the smells, Chanel good. smells good. Just saying. Um, but I would appreciate if people... There's this one that this guy had on at my previous shop. I need to find it. I think it was, but... When I find it, y'all, I'll tweet it out with the hashtag. Um, we're we're going to get to that bottom of this. But, oh, the Versace one smells good, too. I don't one? know what it's called, but it's in, like, a fancy little, like, blue-green bottle. The Eros? It has, like, the Versace, like, crest on it. All I don't Versace know what it's going to have crest on it. It's the Eros. That actually smells good. Smells nice. Um, what is your another one cologne? that I can't remember right now? My favorite cologne? Yes. It's Tom Ford, New York. Oh, wow. Designer shit. Tom Ford. Wow. <laughs> Tom I only wear designer Ford. shit. It's funny because all the ones you listed, I have. I have the Blue de Chanel. Well, actually, that's the one I want to buy next because I finished the last one. But I have the YSL. Uh, I have three different kinds of Versace. I have two Tom Fords, uh, Chrome. You know what? I need to make a cologne, a perfume. Why is it all these perfumes are made by Italians and Oibo? Honestly, what about Nigerian they're just, cologne? They're just I the ones. To make them. They're the ones that got into the market for early, and mm-hmm. they just capitalize on their market I'm going cap. To drop, ladies, I'm dropping a perfume soon. It's going to be called Adamwa. Just wait. Coming soon. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just make sure it doesn't smell like bitter leaf. That's the name you're thinking. <laughs> That's the name you're going for. Um, I need to work on your marketing strategy, fam. That's not it. That's not the one. Listen. Listen. <laughs> what would the commercial little be? Adada. See, this is why Nigerians can't prosper because we're busy, we're busy downing our own thing. What's wrong I'll with buy, that? I'll buy it just to support you. And if it don't smell good, then yeah. that's the last time I'm buying. Like, I'm returning it. <laughs> it was more heavenly. It was more heavenly. Are you, just, like I said, just make sure it doesn't smell like Okoroku because. <laughs> <laughs> 
If you smell like fried plantain, wow. You know, if you smell like fried plantain, we're good. <laughs> we are good. You like, know what's funny? That I shit would love like, get bread in there. I love plantains, right? But I cannot stand the smell of fried plantain. <laughs> like, like you know the after smell that lingers in your apartment or your home. Yes, I hate that smell. Yeah, that like fry. If I could create smell. something, yeah. if that's if that's God, you're yeah, listening. Yeah. If that's what you want to give me to create in this life, just give me. I f- ooh so hate it. Um, which is why like I use the deep fryer at my at my house because it at least drowns out some of the like all that have come out from just open frying. Cause that shit not not cute, not cute at all. Um. All right. So welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I was talking to my mom on Wednesday, um, about adulthood and you know just growing up and all that extra shit. And I remember saying to her that, oh, you know, I spend every quarter, I kind of sit down. And I reassess my life and how the year is going so far or how that quarter just went. Um, And I guess I told her, she was like, oh, that's like really, really cool. And she was kind of surprised. And I was like, I don't know why you're surprised because this is normal for me. Um, But then it got me thinking, like, we were talking about purpose, about like how I like feel passionate about the things that I want to do and the things that I'm doing in my life. Um, and she then had a few questions about like, how do you decide how your year is going and stuff? Oh, for context, in December, I bought her uh, Michelle Obama's um, book. book. Um, and my mom hasn't my mom reads she reads the bible more than anything but i haven't really seen her like reading you know textbooks um and then i was like you know um i just wanted you to to have this um and hopefully you like like it or take a thing or two out of it and it got me thinking like so far this year what would you say you've like you want to hold on to for the rest of the year. It's like you've done really well, or what do you? What are you glad that you left behind so far? I guess for me it would just be like um, starting my pop up shop. That and also like um, how do I want to describe it? Um, I just feel a lot more hopeful this year. I don't know what exactly it is. I think it's because I actually have like a much more solid plan. But um, I think the thing that I really feel happy about right now is just like having planned something and actually started it this year, like I said I would. Um, So I would hold on to that. And, you know, that's like a... um, a, a trophy for this year, something I can like look at and make me a little happy, no matter all the other BS that happens on a daily basis. <laughs> at least, at least I can be like, you know what, I did that, and I'm happy about that. So you did that. Proud of I you. Proud of you. Proud of you. 
Lalu, get off our year shit. Oh, Obia, congratulations. Wow. So if you're not Yoruba, what he just asked me is, what have I, what have I been doing with my life? <laughs> Dang. That's aggressive. That is, I, but like, it's so aggressive because my mom also asked the same question in the exact same way. It's so, so hard. Um, this year, something that I did that I want to keep on doing is definitely taking risks. Um, taking calculated risks. Nah, that wasn't even it, man. I mean, I do want to continue skydiving for sure. <laughs> but um, skydiving, yeah, you know, okay. Well, I guess in a way because that was like facing one of my biggest fears. So definitely facing more of my fears in a calculated way. Like I planned for it and I did it. Um, but something that I definitely want to keep on doing is taking calculated risks. Like not thinking about it too much, but. You know, when you plan something out so much, I feel like a lot of times we talk, we plan ourselves out of it mm. because you kind of psych yourself out of it. Um, but this year, I planned for to move. I planned to move last. I planned to move that my last month in New York was going to be December, um, and it actually happened. You know, I I'm really really grateful to God and grateful to everyone who made it happen. Who was a force that made it happen. Um, but also in the planning process, I definitely almost planned myself out of it for sure. Because a lot of times people will, you know, project their fear of what you're about to do onto you. And it's up to you to either, you know, brush it off or actually, you know, take it into consideration and just move on because it's your life essentially. Um, and a lot of times when people are projecting their fears onto me, I didn't let it sink in. Um, I took it into consideration. Uh, I looked at my calculations. I looked at the risk that I was taking, and I, I, I'm really glad that I took the risk. Um, regardless of what happens, regardless of how it turns out, I'm glad that it was something that I did. So, yeah. Keep on facing my fears and also keep on taking calculated risks. Don't just take risks just to take risks. Think about it and prepare for it. Yeah. But definitely still have a lot more work to do in the year, though. A lot. For sure. Oh, my goodness. So a much- lot. So much work. Do you guys feel like your parents understand your purpose in life? Mm. I don't even understand my purpose in life. Shoot. <laughs> like, hey, I'm so like, Honestly. My I mean, chest. I guess I've kind of found, like, I know what my purpose is, actually. Uh, let me not say that. But I guess I'm still working to, like, establish myself within it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... I know what I'm meant to be doing. No, I know what makes me feel alive. And I feel like, okay, I really want to contribute. My parents, I think they've gotten an idea of it. I think with all of my sisters, me, my, they kind of just realized that like, okay, these babes are going to do whatever they want to do at the end of the day, you know? And so um, <laughs> the other day, my mom was on the phone with someone and she was like, you know, she said, all three of my daughters, you know, they are, I have to say I'm grateful because they didn't I have to say they, they, they didn't have teenage pregnancy, you know, they finished undergrad and they some of them have gotten their masters. And, you know, I guess I guess my girls are all right. I was like, ah, wow. I, was like I was like, are we She's like, you know, I can't I can't complain. I can't. I was like, wow. Thanks, mother. Thank you so much for your just overwhelming confidence. And the fact that we didn't have any ch- any teenage babies is like, okay. Hey, that's that's the standard. That's important. <laughs> that's the bar. I mean, it is very important. 
But honestly, like, my parents should be a little more grateful because me and all my sisters are bosses out here, okay? We are oh. out here exploring our talents oh. and... You better talk being, your shit. Talk your shit. Very, Own it. Being Own very enterprising and risk-taking women, okay? So mm. I always tell them every day, I'm like, y'all need to be a little bit more grateful for us because mm. we could have had three daughters who went completely the other way in this America. So... Mm. Please, how did she just threaten them? Like, we could have gone bad. We decided not to. <laughs> but here we are. Like, Be grateful. <laughs> Bow down. So like, dang, girl. <laughs> okay. Um, I think the thing that, part of the reason why I thought about that is, um, a lot of times people look up to their parents for answers, even as we get older. Um, like the expectation is like we realize that like they're only human, but it's still very much like, oh, you know, let me keep my gaze on them. Like they'll help me figure it out, and I think it's just important to kind of just find a way to just, I guess, I want to say live your life, and like live it with like just putting one foot in front of the next one, and you know, I will be. I kind of said something that resonated with me about like knowing your purpose, but not feeling fully established in it. Um, I feel the same way. And there's a lot that keeps coming to me every day about things I should do or should be doing, or should be like working on or expanding on. And one thing I've just decided, I just started doing this maybe a year ago, a little over a year ago. I just started writing everything down. Right. Like, God gives me like, an idea. God gives me like a connection to a particular person. Like I just keep writing it down. And in my mind, I feel like the vision I keep getting is that one day the dominoes are just going to start falling. And like how, where, I don't know, but like it's gonna happen. Um, but like, you know how that that um there's that analogy of like staying ready. Like it's not the day they call you, to, they tell you that you're going to go to war, that you start looking for where your gun is. Like you should always know where it is, even if you're not like using it. And I just get ready for like whatever the future is going to hold and what it's going to look like. And not, you know, none of it has to make sense per se, but like at least it would not be because I was not ready when the opportunity presents itself. Um, so just like, that's probably my biggest advice to everyone is like, kind of just keep living your life, but also just stay ready. Um, because you never know when you're going to get subbed into this game of life and God wants to use you or life taps and calls on you. And then you want to start looking for your shoes. Like, you know, I hear that you ready. So you ain't got to get ready. You know, you know, you know, Amen. Um, that, was, that was the um, yeah, that was the big thing that I wanted to kind of just leave you guys with. Um, I think in terms of talking through, like listening to our parents, like how would you say you plan on being different in how they managed mental health? Like, do you guys feel like your approach is like? You're gonna like, was it something that's gonna be talked about, or like, did you guys have, did you talk about it growing up at home, or was it just like kind of the elephant in the room? 
we never spoke about mental health in my house. Because I, if you're Nigerian, um, also I've seen, it's not even just Nigerian, a lot of black out in all the African households, mental health, the conversation around mental health really is with the negative connotation that you're crazy. Um, mm. So we never really talked about it unless we were like, oh, look at these, you know, sick people on the streets. That's when you talk about mental health. It's like, oh, they don't have it together. And like, if you, mm. so it was never discussed as a, it was never discussed as something that you should actually cater to. It was more so like, oh, you know, someone cursed them or someone did like juju on them and then they became crazy and then they lost like their mental capacity. It was never seen as a health issue. It was mostly seen as, oh, evil or spiritual. It was never like a something that you actually took care of, like a normal thing. So for me, we're going to be talking about mental health the same way we're talking about your cereal. Like, <laughs> I will talk to my kids about mental It won't even be a conversation. It won't be um, a different conversation. It'll just be, like, it's something that they're going to grow up with. The same way I talk to them about how to tie their shoelaces. It's the same way we're going to talk about how you should voice your emotions, how you should be able to communicate your emotions, how you should be able to cater to your mental health, take the space that you need, take the time that you need, claim, like be able to feel yourself, be able to understand yourself, who you are. It's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be a separate thing. It's the same way that I talk to them about don't eat too much sugar because you're going to be obese or you're going to lose your teeth. It's the same way I'm going to tell them, oh, don't bottle your emotions in because you're going to lose it one day. So yeah, definitely talk about it. I, I think- call. I think I just want to get to a place where people know, like, my kids know about, like, anxiety and, like, the importance of, like, self-care and its connection to your self-esteem and, like, being in love with themselves um, and just owning their growth, owning their path. Um because I feel like I feel like just growing up in Nigeria just has your life in a constant state of self ahead. And oh my goodness! <laughs> no facts, because like if you're thinking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Your parents mm. are spending time trying to cater to your physiological needs, like there's a leak in the roof or the generator is not working, so I need to make sure there's light so my kids can you know, boil water to go to school. Like, I need to get food. Like, that's the focus. The extra shit, like your self-esteem and your mental health, are higher up on the hierarchy of needs. And you can't expect someone to care about your well-being or mental health when they ha- when they're worrying about feeding you. Right. right. So, you know, thinking about my parents and, like, one of the places where I gave them a pass is, like, my dad, you know, traveling between Lagos and Abuja to make sure, like, all the money he was owed from contracts and stuff, he was able to get them. Like, that same man doesn't want to come back and sit there and be talking about, like, oh, you know, I had a panic attack taking a math exam today. Man is like, please, can you just go and do the exam? And, like, you know, and it's not out <laughs> but, of, like, not caring. It's just your mind is forced to think of, about like, that. like, the everyday stress is, like, raining down on you. Like, yeah. Because, like, yeah. think here, right? Growing up in America, for example, like, your parents don't leave the house and they're coming back worried about, like, is there going to be light? Like, are they going to be sick? Well, I mean, now there's more issues at schools, but, like, worrying about, like, 
oh, did they make it home safely? Or is there food? You know, is my paycheck going to come? Like, there's some predictability that allows you to then explore the other stuff that makes a sound human being. Mm-hmm. Um, that True. certain spaces, just like Nigeria, don't allow you to do. It really doesn't. But do you think it's really important to think about that when we talk about um, mental health in Nigeria and other African countries or any other countries in general is like, um, you know, a lot of the things that people have time to think about in this America is a privilege. You know what I mean? And some of the things that we spend money on and we dedicate time to is because we've already established everything else. You know what I mean? Like we've mm. we've gone through everything else, but now we're in a point where our our checks are automated. We you know we we ain't gotta worry about what when the money is being deposited in the bank account. Do we have Nepal light today or no? Is the is there food on the table today or no? And in the general sense, I'm not saying everyone is 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 in the same category, but things are like the America is like a well oiled machine. And if you're a, a, a part of the society, you're part of that machine and things are relatively well for you. But in Nigeria, like somebody said, a lot of people literally wake up and go to sleep just to spend their hours figuring out just how to feed their children for that one day. Just for that one day, not even the whole week, but for that one day. So to begin to talk about mental health, it's a foreign concept to them because they're like, ah. I beg, please, are, are you going to give me money to go buy to go buy food or what? What is mental health, you know? So, like, I think we need to be more, like, empathetic when we think about mental health in other regions that some people simply don't have the time or the luxury because they're literally trying to survive. And so there, we have to have different ways to approach the topic depending on where we are and who we're speaking to. But I have a question. Do you guys think it would be... Do you guys think, one, there will ever be a time when that conversation about mental health will be just the same, will be held to the same standard as survival, where it will be that mental health will actually be essential to survival in the same way that eating is essential to survival? Like, would there ever be that time? And two, do you think you will ever hold that same standard? Because what I'm thinking about it is, why, why I bring that up is this, because in the United States, too, I mean, yeah, it's a well-oiled machine for some people, only and only some people. And it's the same with Nigeria, too. There's the people who have it, and there are the have and have-nots in, in both, in both, um, on both continents and in both spaces. Um, but, and in a way, if it's not already a conversation that's being had, what's the guarantee that when you actually have that, when, you, when you're able to you know, feed your kids conveniently, that it will be a conversation? Does that make sense? Does that question make sense? Well... Yes, yes and no. I I feel like oh yeah, t- sorry, the question makes sense, but I'm saying yes and no to us ever getting to that point. The reason being just the way the body works, right? Um the physiological needs have to be met first. Always. Like you can't expect someone to do a good job when, you know, the office is too cold or it's too hot. Like People, like the studies that show the correlations and stuff like this. Now, if you take it down to like someone's upbringing and whether or not they're going to be able to function in life, like if somebody's eating food and they're in a safe place, more than likely they will turn out better than if they didn't have at all. But isn't the definition of safety subjective? 
and their circumstances and what they're surrounded by. Please, I know you're just playing devil's advocate, but if I put out a gun, just... if I put out a gun in front of you, it's very different from whether you're safe because somebody gave you a hug yesterday. Like, it's, but then it's... safety. If you pull out a gun to a kid who grew up in Syria versus if you pull out a gun to a kid who grew up in I don't know Long Island, it's different. No, it's not because, and that's it's the difference different. between like between like the you know how like they talked about like certain African countries or some certain countries in the world people are working with like living with um active ptsd mm -hmm. like we, we talk about like syria but like the people in syria who are affected greatly by the war and the and the you know devastation but like that doesn't rule out the kid who never got a gun pulled out on him in south the south side of chicago who is just as terrified and dealing with like you know anxiety panic attacks you know mental health issues even though a gun never got pulled out to him because he had to see people dying he had to see the kind of environment he he lived in like the struggle is the same but different in many ways but you still can't argue that if someone doesn't if they're not given the if they're given the basic tools to like survive it doesn't make them better off than someone who is like gets shot like at five like it's not gonna be the same. People would like I, I from an, that, and from an yeah. economist standpoint, the economy is just never going to view the someone's mental health unless it directly affects economic resources. Feeding someone or being in a famine is d directly connected to like economic resources. So this like to answer your question, society may never absolutely put them on the same line. On the same line and like everyone said i like i still think a lot of going back to your point you made the reason why mental health is such a big thing now in this western world is because they've lived like i said they've literally gone through the stages like do you think mental health was a topic 50 years ago 100 years ago when they were fighting you know when they were doing all kinds of things in the united states trying to build up their economy trying to make a peaceful society was anyone talking about mental health no because they had more important things to figure out as far as how are we going to function in this society and so again it goes back to the point where like there's a hierarchy of things that need to be figured out first before you can place mental health at number one and nigeria and a lot of african countries are in that place where there's a lot of things people need to still need to figure out and no one's saying that it shouldn't be talked about or like oh because we haven't figured out this we're absolutely not going to say it of course, still talk about it. A conversation is a conversation, but I don't think anyone should be thinking that mental health is about to be a number one priority in Nigeria anytime soon when we have bigger problems as far as how we, how are we feeding the population? You know what I mean? Like we have bigger issues. So I think there's a long way to go before mental health is a regular conversation at the dinner table. Hmm. I mean, any eventually the hope is to get there and any like, you know, um buddy that like has any experience in studying economies or societies would tell you like we're largely on the path to chaos in nigeria because if you look at the number of kids boys and girls that are out of school right now like people you can directly connect that to mental health issues you can directly connect that to crime rate increase you know, incarceration increase, like all of this is like eventually, you know, going to be a problem that we might face if we don't address them. But like, you still can't take that away from the fact that 
some people are like actually dying because they didn't eat yesterday um or like many families are still living you know with less less living on less than a dollar um a day you know so it's like the struggle still is is very real but it's realer on different levels and it's so sad to say that but like it's just our truth at the moment and on top um, of that the, the fact that literally the 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 literal struggle that people are going through is part of the mental health problem so it's like you can't really start to fix mental health when you haven't fixed basic needs like you know what i'm saying like if people are hungry mm. like they're that's contributing to their mental health like the fact that they're hungry so you can't start talking about okay let's diagnose your mental health when you haven't figured out how to feed them so it's like an endless cycle so we need to figure out a b and c before we start jumping to the last step so i still think there's a lot of things that we need to figure out we'll get there hopefully same in the u.s too and everywhere I mean, or we just all cry forever and ever. Oh, um, wow. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> we'll all be better. Life life will be good someday, someday. Um, ultimately, I think there's a lot of lessons that we can learn from, you know, our parents. There's a lot of lessons that we can learn from like adults guardians um there's also just a lot that we should discover take time to discover on our own um and try to find our own path while using the um the mistake mistakes or tenets that you know, our parents or other adults gave to us. I think it's important to just have like um, a guided perspective to life, but also just never feel like you're confined to that. Um, whether that is by like your like your love life, choosing your partner, or you know, executing on your purpose, or just being freaking happy, like. The people that you're yeah, getting advice from sometimes, they're lying. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. And, you know, don't be an idiot thinking that, you know, let me go and follow this person all because we share the same last name. Like, mm-hmm. because if you take, if you separate them from the moments of them giving you advice and look at their whole body of, of work being like the experiences that they shared with you, like, you know, the same this the same mom will come and tell you what kind of man to pick but like two days ago she was telling your father marrying your father was a mistake like that's be guided that's all i can say like let's not be wise um but yeah just live your life to the fullest man like and, and figure out how best you want to enjoy it um i feel like this episode was timely because next week is memorial this weekend is memorial day weekend so a lot of people are going to be at their all white parties turning up you know drinking summer is officially in swing once you cross that mark um what you uh, something what what are you gonna be doing 
What are you going to be doing? Is it going to be raining again? What am I going to be doing this weekend? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I have a bunch of parties this weekend, actually. Afropolitan. If you're in the Bay. Yes, everyone Cali, go Afropolitan. Swing to the northern side of California. Eh? We're going to be in Oakland. Um, there's a rooftop party. There's a boat party on Sunday. Um, it's just all vibes. I plan. I intend on being quite under the influence this weekend. Um, just don't get anyone's daughter pregnant, Biko. Oh why wow! Would you, why do you say something like that into the universe? Wow! Like because wow. now, now I have to not do anything this weekend. <laughs> Anyways, I wasn't doing anything to begin with. Um, so it's not yeah. going to be raining. It's all we're getting. It's going to be, you know, sunny skies. <laughs> You know, you know how the devil is a liar. I just all of a sudden I meal prepped yesterday, but all of a sudden I just felt this urge to eat like eggs and and sausage and bread right now. And the devil is a liar because treat yourself, treat yourself. So hey, I should I treat do, myself. I, I should treat myself so you you can be on 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 instagram doing behind the sleigh are you are you are you trying to behave like a daughter of jezebel what is your but problem? that is behind the sleigh treating yourself well, me too i'm i'm behind and in front of this sleigh so leave me oh, wow. wow thank you so much wow. um happy birthday wow. to everyone celebrating their birthdays this week um so I mean, my birthday is in less than a month what are you getting from me one of the coolest people that i know's birthday is is today so happy birthday to you um and we'll be a, we'll start a gofundme page and most importantly shout the fuck out to the class of 2019 hey. killing this shit um this summer shout and you know to everyone who's doing their thing who's out here acquiring student loan debt um, you know, <laughs> if you didn't go to Morehouse, you're on your own. Uh, we are all Morehouse. Hashtag we are all Morehouse. Um, but yeah, no, in the real though, like a huge congratulations to everyone. He really you know, set a standard though. Like the next like keynote speaker, like at any other school, especially at any other black school. Did you see somebody try to like, call out Oprah? Oh right, I saw that. Oprah was like, like Oprah. "Do you know how much? Do you know how many millions I spent?" I was sending Every over 400 kids to school. Hey, I was like, clap back. Clap, clap back. back. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, shout out to you guys. Hopefully, you know, you enjoy your internships this summer. You have good jobs waiting for you. Or if you're still waiting, God opens doors for you. Make all the connections you can. And just revel in the completion of another phase of your life. Um... And then, you know, get ready to do it all over again. If especially if you're going to grad school and chasing that PhD or whatever the case is. Um Sun's out, buns out. Buns out. Um please look on them or use a birth control. Um <laughs> Wow. What if they just, want a baby? Or do that too. Um if you are in my life, I just want you to know. That I am not ready to be an uncle. Um, oh. So. But you're ready to be a daddy? 
You're to be a zaddy or a daddy? I am. I am a daddy to a bunch of people. I'm gonna need you to check that. Oh wow! Um, wow, yeah. a bug. Um, you know, I'm. I'm. A, I'm a, they call me Big Daddy. You know I, so I am a. I'm a daddy to the to the <laughs> to those that even have daddies. To the community. <laughs> to the community. He's a daddy. Bloop. To the community. He's a Bloop. daddy. Bloop. A whole daddy. <laughs> That's why it's always uh, raining. That's why it's always raining. People, people try to put me in trouble out in these streets, yo. Um, it's never sunny in California. I am. What? <laughs> it's always sunny in California. It's, um, it's never. It's sunny never rain. sunny in, in some. I don't even like the rain. Never sunny. I don't like the rain. Oh, so what like, do you like? I like the drip. You're right. You don't the like the drip. Rain. He likes you like mommy. You like perfect hey. Oh, he just said hurricane. I'm crying. I'm, crying. I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he said he likes the drip. Came I'm here through for the drip, drip, drip. Flu- um, the fluidity. He just likes <laughs> it to be fluid, just swing. These girls, the out drip, of the viscosity, Oof. the viscosity. Oof. I can't. Oof. I cannot. Why are you moaning on air? Can you stop? <laughs> just, Why do you always think I'm moaning? I'm not moaning. Just, <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what happens when it's been raining all. Year. Is that the only thing you can connect that sound to? Wow. What if I was doing an R&B song? But all you can think about is... They be moaning in those ones, too. Those niggas are always moaning in their songs, too. You would know. Wow. You're the one listening to it. I don't listen to to R&B like that, to be honest. Mm, Because you're too busy performing R&B. I just just feel like um, rhythm and bangs. Um, But, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and bangs. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done here because if you I'm keep digging yourself into a deeper hole. It's a hole. Honestly, I just I go deeper and deeper. What do you expect? Oh, do you? Oh, wow, deeper and deeper <laughs> in search of the of the source of the drip. I mean, <laughs> I know where the source is. I just oh, I just go deeper and deeper. Mister Fisherman, <laughs> <laughs> deep deep sea diver, deep sea diver. <laughs> Scuba way, scuba way, scuba da. Uh huh. But <laughs> podcast is gonna be up later tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you download, share it with your friends. Um, Lalu, myself, and uh, we'll be. I will be back next week with you guys. Till then, have a fa- Megan the Stallion. God damn. Um. <laughs> um. Why are you lost him, please? Mm-hmm. What's that? Why, why not? Have you seen what she looks like? like? We have seen. We have seen. Jesus. Um. But anyway, yo, let me guys, let me give you guys, give you guys a gift. So there's Megan the Stallion, right? And there's Aya Nakamura. Look at the two of them, and tell me they don't look and rap the same. Even though one raps in English and one raps in French. But the two of them. They can get it. I Nakamura is actually quite entertaining to listen to, so y'all Oof. should get on that. Ladies and gentlemen, do do yourself a favor. Um, but till next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been the Rant Show. It's been a pleasure, as always. I'm going to leave you with our top three songs of the week: Medusa featuring Unknown T by Western, and the baby is here, going baby on baby, and What Do You See by DJ Spinell. Featuring Kojo Funds.
What Make sure you download it. When you when look, you look at, at me. Make sure you cop that. Make sure you listen to the playlist. Download the podcast. Show some love to Lalu on Instagram. Lalu drops drops some fire pictures today. Ho! Oh! Lalu drops some fire pictures. If you... She dropped... Oh! Jesus! Is that... Wow. Oh my God! So much. There was just melanin. Was flicking, flicking, flicking. The melanin. You see, that's... That wow. is where the drip was. Thank you. The, it was just drip, drip, Let drip, me drip, see drip. Which fight. Thank you, thank drip, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Drip, drip, drip. Oh, you, you know what? Nice. I'm actually going to it's wait. So nice to I'm going to wait for Wobia to open it so she can give her on air reaction. Let's to... meet you. What? You'll be so nice. Stop. But don't stop. <laughs> Wobia, ah, are you using DSL? Is this global call? Did you forget her handle? <laughs> Did Wobia disappear? Wow. Wobia tried to open Instagram and her call dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Scream it. Uh, did she accidentally mute us or something? Because I'm cracking up. We like. <laughs> Did we like legit lose Wobia? I'm dead. I think we lost Wobia. I cannot. I can't. I, this is well, this, this girl must be using like T-Mobile or Metro PCS or something. First of all, no shade to T-Mobile, um, because T-Mobile is awesome, and I've been using oh. it forever. Sorry, that's Wobia. why you call us. We don't. We can't get your call. I and hear I... you. What happened oh, to she's you? Back. I was talking this whole time, and I was... that's why I was like, I feel like you accidentally muted yourself. I was talking this whole time. And I'm like, why is there crickets? I don't hear anything. <laughs> Did you see the picture? No, but I saw the picture. I said this one. You guys need to go check out her picture on Instagram. Oh. Nice one, She's giving us natural goddess black melanin oh. queen. Ah. Wow! You see? So... You see? I'm not I just saying it, it's a fact. Don't stop. The facts, the facts are there to see. <laughs> thank you guys so much. The facts are there. I just would like to thank God. I would like to thank my <laughs> melanated parents. I would like to thank Bath and Body Works for the lotion. Oh I would like God. to thank the sun. <laughs> and I would just like to thank, you know, myself, me. <laughs> Screaming. Thank y'all so much. You really don't. Y'all yeah, go check it out. Go check out Shaw Freak. Go check Wobia, who be giving us cheekbone vibes with, mm-hmm. you know, cutting through bodacious Wobia's hip hip action. Oh my gosh, mm. they look like they're, Wobia, they're see, artificial. Wo- I, they look I, so good. My nick my nickname for Wobia is is curves and angles. Um, curves and angles. Because <laughs> wow. if she's Gotta not giving you angles, girl. if she's not giving you hip action. She's giving you cheekbone action. Cheekbone action. When she smiles, she give you angles. She, she not fl- mm. she not she not put the blush and the highlights right mm-hmm. on the cheekbone. So when she smile like this, it's just looking at ting. you. So oh, ping ting ting. Oh god, ting. it's so it's so, it's so serious. It's you know, I'm just I just I just want to say crazy. that it's an honor to be in the presence of such beautiful ladies. You know. Um, oh, I'm just so Shut up! Shut up! This is not about me. This is about so you're you. You're trying to redeem yourself. I like wow. it. Wow! Wow! See, this is a, this um, is I how, really like see? this. 
if you guys did not just notice what happened right there, Lalu is coming into her Nigerian mom ways. What? Because that's how Nigerian moms respond. You give your mom a compliment, she'd be like, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, I've done something. Uh, this one that you're yeah, kissing me. They'll be looking at you sideways. This like, one that you're all giving me now. What have you done? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but these beautiful ladies are doing beautiful things. So check them out. Show them some love. Show them support. Um, we'll be back next week. Till next. Next week's the holiday. So make sure you're here with your glass of wine and uh, ready for a good time. Till next time, it's been the Rant Show, Spaghetti Lounge Radio. Everybody fucking says. Your life. Your music. We out. Bye. Then I want to Life the girl, I'm try come around, so. Things that never come back to me, dog, when it rise, now I don't like you. Madusa, the girl run you, dog. Madusa, the girl run you, dog. Then I want to Life the girl, I'm try come around, so. Things that it never come back to me, dog, when it rise, now I don't like you. Watching my life is exciting. Just face on my daughter, she laughing and smiling. Uh-huh. Still got shit on my plate from November. Uh-huh. A few open cases, they pending. Fuck around, think I'm signing to catch money. Uh-huh. Pull up with a Drake and a Sprinter. Uh-huh. Give a fuck how you think, how you feeling. Uh-huh. Can show you how to make a few million. Uh-huh. So full of myself, say I'm cocky. Yep.
ask the bitch if she copy, she copy. Oh, I was straight through the door with my Glock. Uh, uh, Niggas ain't really popping, we poppin'. Yeah. Put the billion with baby, that business. Dang. Play with me, put his name on the t-shirt. Hey, t- Tell your boyfriend to go do it research. Uh, uh, Suck my dick every day, say her knees hurt. Mm. I'm going baby on baby. Uh-huh. That nigga a bitch. He think he a gangster. He probably still slang a 380. Uh-huh. Probably told you I'm lit. Come get you a slip. I'm pure like cocaine in the 80s. Pull up rockin' all white like I'm got it. Uh-huh. Put him up like a kite if he tried me. Yo. Got him watching my life, is exciting. Mm. I'm going baby on baby. Uh-huh. That nigga a bitch. He think he a gangster. He probably still slang a 380. Uh-huh. Probably told you I'm lit. Come get you a slip. I'm pure like cocaine in the 80s. Yeah. Bitch on my dick, she a junkie. Uh-huh. I don't got no time, no, no. Every day all I do is get mine. They're trying to tell me I'm a bad influence. Talking bad about everything I do. Don't go nigga like I'm Patrick you and I can't beat him up, but I'ma shoot up. The bitch is a dog, she got rabies. I'm out doing shows, stay, stay chasing paper. I just closed the deal for them M. Out in LA like a motherfucking lady. They left when I needed them, fucked up my feelings. They filled up my heart full of hatred. Held it down on my own, I proved everyone wrong. Every day out is great, it's amazing. I'm going baby on baby. That nigga a bitch, he think he a gangster. He probably still slang a 380. Probably told you I'm lit, come get you a slip. I'm pure like cocaine in the 80s. Pull up rocking all white like I'm got it. Put him up like a kite if he tried me. Got him watching, my life is exciting. The cat music. What do you see when you look at me? When you look at me? When you look at me, yeah. What do you see when you look at me? When you look at me, when you look at me, yeah. What do you see when you look at me? When you look at me, when you look at me, yeah. What do you see when you look at me? When you look at me. When you look at me, yeah I'm feeling you, but don't walk Me not go fool like it's Sunday school Make me vibe, make me rendezvous Come to my house by half past two, yeah Don't you want it? Stop fronting you like it, yeah What you got there? Come closer, me like it, yeah Ooh, la 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 Me like who the girl with the big bam bam Ooh, la 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 she says she like it when I tell her to come I'm feeling you no lie Only you are lying Baby don't be shy Ooh, la 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 Me like who the girl with the big bam bam Ooh, la 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 She says she like it when I tell her to come I'm feeling you no lie Only you are lying Baby don't be shy when you look at me, when you look at me, when you look at me, yeah. What do you see when you look at me? When you look at me, when you look at me, yeah. We hope you just enjoyed this What the Heck Band production of the Rant Show. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Live weekly updates can also be found on our Twitter and Instagram pages. Till next time, stay up.